Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace, the podcast right here at growingingrace.org. I'm Mike along with Joel. Moving along on why Jesus taught two covenants. There was an old covenant given to Israel that came through Moses and a new covenant that would come through Jesus Christ at the time of his death and and resurrection. And um, we're excited to be here being able to share this information with you because it has changed our lives. You know, we've actually had people ask if we have other jobs. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I think they thought we'd make a living doing this podcast here, Joel, which would be a wonderful thing. But this is just something we do out of the out of the desire of our hearts to share a message that we've been growing in, the message of grace and unconditional love that comes through Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's deeply ingrained in our hearts. Obviously, you find that you end up doing what you love doing. And even though we don't make a living off of this, you know, making earning money isn't the only reason to be doing stuff. A lot of what we do is just simply because it's in our hearts to do it. And that's that's why we do this. And as Cap and I search the scriptures, as we read, as we hear other people talk, as we talk among ourselves, all these things come to us. And it's it's just neat to be able to see these things that are in the scriptures. They've been there the whole time. When you get a certain lens, like you started off saying there, there's an old covenant and there's a new covenant. They are to be rightly divided. They're to be divided. There's a line between them. They're not the same. One doesn't carry over into the other. The old covenant had a purpose. The new covenant has a purpose. They're not the same purpose, but each covenant had to be ministered for its proper purpose. And so when Jesus went around teaching his fellow Jews the old covenant, it had a purpose. And the ultimate purpose there was to show them that through their performance of the law and everything written in the old covenant, they couldn't make it. They could not gain eternal life. They needed to be shown that uh, because they were seeking to justify themselves. They were seeking eternal life through what they did. And they had to be shown that what they do cannot produce eternal life. Eternal life, salvation, can only be found in the new covenant, which was God's promise to himself and the finished work of Jesus Christ. And so the old pointed to the new, but the old is not the new. And so Jesus went around teaching the old covenant uh, to those who were under it to point them to faith in him. Well, our next story in the ministry of Jesus here is uh, one that a lot of people are probably pretty familiar with. It's uh, the Good Samaritan. And I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert ahead of time here. The Good Samaritan is not meant to be you and me. <laughs> we'll catch up to that here in just a, a little bit. But uh, we've got this lawyer. Now, last week we talked about the rich young ruler and how he came and asked Jesus a law-based question. And he was sincerely seeking some answers. But here's a, a similar situation, Joel, except that the lawyer who is asking the question this time is testing Jesus as if he were trying to trick or, or catch him saying something against the law. He could have been a member of the scribes. Maybe the Pharisees put him up to it. We don't know. But a lawyer stood up. This is in Luke 10, starting in verse 25. A lawyer stood up and put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? 
And Jesus is going to answer in the same way the question was asked. It was asked in a law-based fashion. It will be answered the same way. Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? And the lawyer answered, and he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said, you've answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. And Joel, we were talking before, back before I understood the gospel in the way that I do now, when I was a youngster reading my Bible, I would have looked at this, and I would have stopped there in verse 28. You've answered correctly. Do this. Follow the law, and you will live. And I would have stopped right there, and I would have thought, okay, I I need to start trying harder at this law thing and these rules, because Jesus just said right there, do this, and you will live. So you would think you'd have to be going back to find out more about what's in the law, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Mm -hmm. books like that, to figure out how you could get to life, right? That's how Jesus answered this guy. But what was the guy doing, though? Something something important to point out before I started reading is that the man was trying to justify himself. He's trying to justify himself. Actually, we're going we're gonna to be coming to that before Jesus reads the— Jesus reads. Before Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus got out his book and read his story. Gospels, he's reading <laughs> out of the book of Luke. And uh, <laughs> now, actually, Jesus is getting to the parable— but the, the man asks, he's trying to justify himself, and so he asked who his neighbor was. See, and this is what the law does. See, people who are under that first covenant and, and the law that came through Moses, trying to keep up with that, trying to establish their own righteousness through what they did, that's what they were out to do. They had to try to justify themselves. And so he's he had a follow-up question during the press conference here. And he says, well, wait a minute, uh, who, who's my neighbor? Because he's trying to justify himself now, and he wants to know who his neighbor is and, and how, he, how he's supposed to love them that way. Mm-hmm. And, and he wasn't doing anything differently than any other uh, Jew would have been doing. You know, Paul, later on in Romans 10, he talked about how they were seeking to establish their own righteousness through the law. And so this was normal. This was a normal thing for uh, a person of Israel to be doing, seeking to justify himself. And what they have to be shown is that they can't. But you can't just say to them, you can't. You have to show them that they can't do this. And Jesus used this parable to uh, try to show this person why. He, w- he was wanting to justify himself. Well, Jesus had said to the man when he talked about loving the Lord with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving his neighbor as himself, Jesus said, you have answered rightly, do this and you will live. Do the law, and you will live. Well, we find out, of course, through Paul's letters, that the law, you know, in Galatians 3.21, if there had been a law given which could have given life, truly righteousness would have been by the law. But see, nobody could do the law, and so nobody could find life through keeping the law. And Cap, you were also uh, pointing out some verses to me uh, from earlier on in that uh, book of Galatians about, you know, curses everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them, but that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. And so, if you're going to live by the law, you have to do it. If you want to find life through the law, you have to do the whole thing. 
and nobody can do that. No one has ever done that. No one was ever able to do that. And so life could not be found in the law. And so uh, the man, you know, wanting to justify himself, asks him this seemingly innocent question, and who is my neighbor? And then we take this parable that we're about to read, and uh, in Christianity today, we'll take this parable and we'll make it about us. We'll, we'll try to make this about us. But Jesus is actually showing this man, as we'll see in this parable, that he's not quite as justified as he thinks he is. Isn't that right? It's absolutely right. I mean, the thing you have to keep in mind here about this parable is that he was looking for a way to justify himself. And you just pointed out what Paul wrote in Galatians, that no one could be justified through the law. So sometimes you can't just look at what Jesus is ministering. You have to go back and find out the position we're in now, looking back on the first covenant here in this new covenant. But he's trying to justify himself, ask for clarification on who his neighbor was. So it must be understood by us reading this this story or this parable, if you will. It must be understood that Jesus was not answering a question about how to treat our neighbors. He was responding to the original question about how to inherit eternal life. Don't lose sight of that as we look at the parable real quick. A man going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, he fell among robbers who stripped him, beat him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, he came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him, bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and then he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And the next day he took out some money, gave it to the innkeeper, take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? That's Jesus asking the lawyer. And the lawyer said, the one who showed mercy. Jesus said, you go and do the same or go and do likewise. And so, again, this, this story, Joel, is it's about eternal life and how to get to that place. It's not a story about how to treat our neighbors. Is it a good thing to show mercy to others? Absolutely, yes, it is. But the good Samaritan in this story is not pointed at you and us. As you said earlier, we always like to make it about us, right? What we had here was the law, the priest passed him by, the scribe who followed after the law passed him by. But Jesus, even though he wasn't a Samaritan, he was the, he was the Samaritan in the story because he was despised and looked down upon as Gentiles were. And Jesus is the one who poured oil and took care of him, brought healing Jesus did all of that. He's the good Samaritan in the story. Go and do likewise. He's, he's trying to tell the guy, go and do what the law says to do. The problem is there's never been a doer of the law when it comes to inheriting eternal life. Yeah, that, that go and do likewise. And so again, in today's Christianity, we'll look at this parable and we'll think that we are the good Samaritan in this story. And so we're to go and do likewise. But again, like, like you were saying, and I think it's a good point that you made that what was Jesus answering? Jesus was answering a man who was trying to justify himself with the question, who is my neighbor? And uh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus says it's not, you know, it's not just oh, go and do something nice for your neighbor, but it's like go out of your way 
And all these things, it's a pretty high standard of taking care of your neighbor, loving your neighbor as yourself, because that's part of the law that the man thought that he was doing. He yeah, quoted, go, go and do likewise according to the law yes. is really what Jesus was saying. Exactly. That's what he was saying, according to the law. If you think love your neighbor as yourself is, is how you're going to have eternal life, well then, here's how you love your neighbor as yourself. It's not just, it's not just showing a, a bit of love here and there. It's a pretty high standard. So go and do likewise. Follow the law. And again, we find out nobody has ever done that and nobody ever will. And uh, the, the, the real way that we'll have eternal life, teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Right here, Jesus gives the law answer. Paul, of course, and the other apostles in, in, the, in the other epistles uh, gives us the new covenant answer. Eternal life is the gift of God by grace through faith. Again, Jesus had to give law answers to people who asked him law-based questions you know, to show them that trying to justify themselves through the law was something they could never do. Well, we'll kind of continue on with this theme next week. Carrying your own cross, a requirement that Jesus gave to those who would want to be his disciples. What about being able to save yourself through what you do? We'll talk about that and uh, some more of uh, the teachings of Jesus as we look at why Jesus taught two covenants next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.